Joe, Josh, and Adam coming to you live from wherever. This is the Little Green Men Show. Welcome to the inaugural recording session here. I don't know. Is that my hands? Is that the only place you could hide and have some peace and quiet? Uh, yeah, so, like, three of the guys are already in bed, and the walls are paper thin. Uh. So, I'm in a pickup. I was gonna say, it looks like you're in a garage, because there's too much daylight there. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Before I realized you were at work, I thought you were just at your house hiding from everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Screw you guys, I'm going outside. (laughs) Can you hear me if I take one earbud out? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's better. Anyway, so I had a joke that I thought was pretty good. And it's not like Holocausty like those other ones were this weekend. <laughs> sure. So uh did you hear Biden went to the hospital today? He couldn't stop Putin. Uh <laughs> old Putin jokes. Uh it's it's pretty bad, but you know. No, it's uh, the it's the good kind of bad. I enjoy a terrible joke almost as much as I can enjoy a good joke. Yeah. I I find anymore a lot of jokes are just terrible jokes. They're not even like there's no like build up or anything anymore. It's just ah right there. <laughs> What's that Dave Chappelle bit where he's like, I'm so good at this I can re- I can write a joke in reverse, so it'll do- <laughs> Start with the punchline and end with the yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave Chappelle said uh, that. A, yeah, it's uh I forget how he started off. He said, like, I can write a joke right here. He goes, and the punchline will be, and I punched her right in the pussy, and then just continues to <laughs> ba- work backwards and do an awesome joke. My cat, um we need to get him neutered. And I tell you what, hold on. This is starting off great. We got a terrible joke. We got a <laughs> puncher in the pussy joke. And Joe goes, Well, my cat. <laughs> this is a joke in itself. Uh, no, seriously, though, our cat needs to be neutered because this fucking thing just goes ape shit. Like, it, it's only a matter of time until you just hear him in the background howling and meowing his little heart out it, it is he it's... pumping stuff do cats do that yes oh i thought that was just dogs so you have this buddy who's like yeah hey, i found this farm cat you want it like do you want it i was like no i don't want a cat and my wife's like oh it's so cute let's get this cat so naturally we got the cat but we didn't get it neutered and it started humping like my best deployment blanket, like those really soft plush ones, and it would hump it and little little cat jizz all over it. Whoa! Like all that's the disgusting. yeah, yeah, it was disgusting. Long story short, we got rid of the cat, but yeah, I'd like hump the blanket nonstop. Mm. Yum yum. Or, I didn't even realize like cats were one that did that out of pleasure entirely. He did it. Hmm. I think he got a lot of pleasure out of it. And like, fuck your blanket. Yeah. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Come on, anything important to you? Did you guys ever yeah, see this? Like is this? The end? Yeah. 
Yes. And he's like, I'll come wherever the fuck I want. <laughs> Looks like a dump truck. <laughs> Actually, hearing you say that, I'm pretty sure I've asked you that question multiple times. What? Have you seen this to the end? Yeah, because your response to it. Oh, yeah. It's a, it was a good movie. I thought it was hilarious, it was personally. Good, like, laugh out loud movie. I, I, I still Mike, don't like James Franco, but, like... I love Michael Sarah in that movie, man. Yeah. Doing coke. <laughs> slaps Rihanna's ass and she punches yeah. him. <laughs> it's beautiful. Where he displays it all his... Yeah. Then hanging from that light fo- light pole, like, oh, this is embarrassing. Here it is. I found my phone. Josh, does Adam sound far away to you right now? Yeah, he comes in. Sometimes he's super super clear. Then it's almost like he's just further away. I don't know if it's his earbuds or what's up. Is it better now? No, actually, it made no difference. Nope. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably just yeah. my earbuds. That's so yeah, because like it just transitioned (laughs) in no time to like you sounding normal. Huh. Okay. Well, we'll work on that. We'll figure that one. Yeah. Just uh, whatever you just did, continue to do it. I'm not frozen. I'm just gonna not move. (laughs) Yeah. Your picture looks really, really good on my side. Yeah. Oh, thanks. It's like the bunny ears, like the old school TVs. Like I got it right here. Okay, Dad's gonna throw a beer can at me if I move. So like, I got this shit. Right? Did now. you have like the? Did you have the bunny ears wrapped in aluminum foil at your house? Absolutely. Too? <laughs> yeah. Dude, so I had that, and then like the little AV connector broke off. Uh-huh. So all I had was a wire. I wrapped one wire around the tip of a dart, and the other wire around the outside of the connector, and shoved the dart in there, and it worked. <laughs> yeah. It worked great. Awesome. I didn't realize until I don't know, a year, maybe two years ago, that that's not even a thing anymore. What's not a thing? Any kind of like that's that like antennas aren't how the two bunny ears sticking from the top of your TV like they were when I was growing up. I don't think that that's entirely true because I still have bunny ears behind my TV. Because every football season I uh, get Hulu until the Huskers stop playing. And then I get rid of Hulu, and um, so, like, the rest of the football games for the year that I want to watch, I have to watch, like, on over-the-air TV, and it works perfect. I don't know what changed, because I had the old one I'd used forever, and then there was some kind of update, and then I I don't even know what the big change was, but everything was electric. Well, you're talking about when uh, over-the-air broadcasting moved to HD? Like HD That's broadcasting. That's probably what it is, yeah. Yeah, so you can buy like those. I mean, I, I think TVs have to be built with like a HD receiver was the big thing that changed. Um, but, I mean, they sell a couple different types of over-the-air antennas. One of them like is a kind of like a circle-looking thing, and then they also still have like the bunny ear ones. We had one, just like a cable, but then it was attached to a mat. Like it was this big rectangle. You just hang it high up on the wall. Yeah, something like that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I used it for the uh, for the big game, for the Super Bowl. I used my bunny ears. Wow. 
yeah. I would have expected you, Joe, to have like a fire stick or like one of those I do have easily stick. jail easily jailbroken configurations where you could just have live TV. <laughs> I've had a couple of different uh, things like that over the years, but in the states, it's not. Uh, you know, with it being illegal, and it's just safer for me to yeah. use bunny ears. <laughs> I don't mind a few commercials, anyway. Yeah. I just want the UFC fights. I don't want to pay $75 every single UFC card. Yeah, those are pretty outrageous. Is that how much they are? Yeah. yeah, and you have to have an ESPN Plus membership, which is like 25 annually or so. What the fuck? Yeah. Dude, remember when subscriptions were way cheaper than having cable? Oh, yeah. yeah. Now it's just as much, if not more, like if oh, you're trying yeah. to get everything. Yeah, like Netflix. Those yeah. douchebags are raising their price. 20 bucks now is and what like, I pay. It's always like one kid no, 20. watches one show. And like, you can't live without that show because you know they'll lose their fucking mind. And then you'll blow your brains out listening mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I do like Boss Baby. Boss it's Baby. I'm really into Bluey. What is Are it? You familiar with Bluey? Huh. So it's a show that I think it's funded by the Australian government, <laughs> but all the all the characters are dogs. <laughs> like the animation's actually pretty awesome, but um, all the characters are dogs. The main family's uh, Australian cattle dogs. Nice. So like blue healers and red healers. Yeah. yeah, I've seen every episode, three seasons. Like my kids will not stop watching it, and it's like super funny. Pretty sure I cried during an episode. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glued to it. Adam, I was telling uh, Caitlin that, or no, actually, I think I was telling Josh that when I, when I went to go visit you guys and or Bill, uh, I was there for two days and we watched like six seasons of Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> <laughs> That was on nonstop in our office. Yeah. That and there's this other one. Uh, you, me, and her. Uh, I haven't heard of that. No, no, no. Yeah, it's not available in the states on Netflix, which hmm. is really weird because it's all like based in Seattle. Interesting. It's about this super hot trouble. Like the wife and the girlfriend were super hot, and they'd less out all the time. It was great. Oh, that sounds, sounds like an awesome show. Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of the show again? <laughs> nice. Huh. Thrapple. That's a. It's kind of a tongue twister. Are you guys pretty good at rolling your R's? I cannot at all. Like Spanish words? Yeah. Like Maria? Yeah, exactly. Just like that. Yeah. I. Uh, so when I roll my R's. If I try to do it intentionally for, like, a Spanish word like Maria, it's very difficult for me. But then there's other times where, like, it doesn't even make sense to do it, uh, and I do it. So, like, like Game of Thrones, I I can't even say Game of Thrones without, like, unintentionally rolling the R. It it makes zero sense. It's so Caucasian that, that, like... (laughs) Like, Thrones isn't even a Spanish word. You're just like, fuck it, English words, we're rolling that R. Spanish? No. Threpple, though, seems like it'd be one of those words where I would unintentionally roll the R. Threpple. 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 I just sound like I'm trying to get phlegm out of my mouth when I try to roll my R's. Like, oh, fuck. 
can't figure it out. Oh, did you ever get Fuck, any... man. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say, did you ever get good at any Arabic? <laughs> no, neither. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, my Arabic was terrible. I just called everybody Habibi. Sweetheart? That's my go-to, yeah. Yeah. Joe's my Habibi. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Adam have been Habibis for quite some time now. It's been a minute. Habibi. You gotta do it with like this seductive voice, though, Adam. Habibi. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> there was uh... a... like... I'll go, go ahead. ahead. It seemed like every defect, like everybody had an obsession of just greeting every middle, every Arabic speaking person in the defect with shukran, like shukrans and habibi and assalam and yeah, like those all staple of like, words. Yeah, other word, have you? What was the last thing you said? Oh, well, I was saying that they seems like that's all the words they know, but they're very proud, but. I don't know if I'd like it the other way around. If it was just like somebody trying to say hello <laughs> every morning, every morning, good morning. <laughs> Dude, remember in Korea, like it just felt necessary to bow anytime you said like, "Oh, thank you." Oh. Well, we didn't find out till like halfway through that there was like levels of bows and yeah. like different hand gestures that you do with the different levels of bows. Yeah, we figured that out a little too late. I don't even remember it now. But it was like, if you were just, like, paying for something at the gas station, then you would do, like, an eighth bow. And if you were, like, thanking somebody for service at a restaurant, then it was, like, quarter bow. I mean, like, it was, like, how far you went down. <laughs> there, was a, down a, there was a dude at uh, the, the, the Jordanian Air Base that uh, me and Rusty worked at, and the the guy that worked at the front this kind of ties back to what you were saying Josh the the guy that worked at the gate whether it was like 2 in the morning or 2 in the afternoon or 8am it didn't matter what time it was every time you pulled up to the gate he'd be like good morning Sadiki like that was the only English <laughs> yeah, that yeah. he knew so uh, <laughs> when you're talking about like an American going like in a chow hall that's like um, you know assalamu alaikum like and that's all they say or you know yeah. shukran uh, that that was like the the Arab to English equivalent of that. Every time yeah. you saw the guy, didn't matter what time it was. And, Good morning, Sadiki. <laughs> he's uh, he's pretty cool. Ameriki. That was at the like in the same time frame as when those uh, Green Berets got smoked at the gate, though. Yeah. So got a little suspect. Terrible. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm I did that that same mistake. I mean, like, I'm sure they're more apprehensive. I rolled up to the same gate middle of the night. Dudes just stand there with MP5s. Like, oh yeah, easy to do. Yeah, I was actually surprised to find that find out that they were armed. Like, I mean, obviously they were armed, but that they were like locked and loaded. You know, kind of surprised. Oh yeah, that. like, yeah, I'm sure that's changed. I don't know if you know this about the Jordanian army, um, but the Jordanian army, you have to be not only like a natural born Jordanian to be eligible for military service, um, but like in a lot of places in the Middle East, how it, it has a lot to do with like your family and like your family's origins. Mm -hmm. If um, 
because a lot of Palestinians went to, to Jordan as refugees. So like if you were Jordanian born, but you were of Palestinian descent or uh, yeah, Palestinian descent, uh, then you weren't eligible for military service. Like you had to be Jordanian and of Jordanian descent to be in the military. That really cuts down on your pool of. Yeah, I think if anything, you'd be trying to do the opposite generally. Well, yeah, yeah, but I think the reason for that is because they don't like you know in 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 most parts of the Middle East, everything is so uh, divided by like different sects of Arabs um, that Mm -hmm. they they wanted they did that really to avoid like you know the Palestinian like all the Palestinians joining the army, and then all of a sudden the entire Jordanian army is Palestinians, and then they take over the country, you know. That would be my guess as to why. Either of you guys ever go to Kuwait at all? Just for uh, being in, in transient. I mean, so more we, time than I've wanted to. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, like, the mall in Kuwait City is pretty cool to go to. We go there a few times when I was stuck there, but we had this dude from Hawaii. So, he looked Asian as fuck, right? Because he. Like, probably Asian descent somewhere, mm-hmm. but Kuwaitis hate Asians. Like they're lower than dogs. And we walked into the mall and we're getting all these stairs because we were carrying our own bags. He finally had to take all the bags. They're like, dude, they think I'm your like slave. Give me your shit. So like, as soon as he took the bags, like no one messed with us anymore. He just went about their day. But before that, they're like, why is, why is he not doing your work for you? Something's not right here. Then we found out that, yeah, they think Asians are, like, the lowest form of people. Our chef, though, Joel, uh, the, you know, the... the uh, um, Motherfucker. Yeah, the, the crepe maker. Uh, that was so terrible. Slash. I woke up in my king-sized bed and text the chef in the palace kitchen. <laughs> Did I ever show you a picture of my bedroom there? No, I, I don't even want to know what it was like. It, it actually was a king size memory foam mattress. <laughs> it was pretty outrageous. Anyways, uh, Joel though, him and his wife, uh, they were both Filipino, and um, she did like all the cleaning and stuff like that. Which is so when we finally got authorized to cook, um, we were like, "Hey, do you know any anybody that's a cook?" And she was like, well, yeah, actually, my husband's a cook. And he, it just so happened that he cooked at one of the restaurants that we ate at, like, twice a week. Um, had no idea that this guy was there, but it was her husband that was cooking for us. And um, so, you know, we made him an offer, and, and he came and worked. And to my knowledge, he's still there to this day. But him and his wife, around Christmas every year, they would do this, like, big pool where they would, where they would gather up money. And uh, this pool of money basically was to, like, save young Filipino kids that were being trafficked. Uh, he never used the word trafficked, but, like, the way that he was explaining it, I'm like, dude, you're talking about, like, trafficked people. <laughs> Human trafficking, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild, but... That's the world. I don't know, they say yeah, that there's more slaves in the world right now than there was, like, during the time when slavery was legal and most of the the western world i hate that i get my mind blown on some kind of like sickening fact like that every day but i just have no idea of what's going on because my views become so small to just the united states or even smaller than that 
that mm-hmm. I feel like I learned something terrible. Way out Many of my spectrum, though, to ever go. It's exhausting guess. to like, follow what's going on everywhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You almost get tired of talking about stuff, you know? Like, I, I was bored yeah. of the whole, like, Ukraine russia conversation like a weekend i was like god do we like more russia and ukraine <laughs> everybody forgot about covid though yeah well i mean that's making a resurgence so yeah you know right before thanksgiving and christmas there's gonna be the new like holy shit variant did you guys yeah. hear about uh what they call it delta cron no uh, apparently Are you just making up words yeah so apparently delta and omicron like had a baby and they named it delta cron yeah true story huh. it's also funny that once like the news stopped dropping yeah just like plummeting like south dakota never put a like single mandate in place and like Cases are almost nothing now. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know how people just use the phrase like, if I said if I went past, I was like, "Hey, what's up? How you doing?" You know, living the dream. Which like, I, I kind of hate that, right? So anytime I hear it, I get like, I just kind of okay, yeah, sure. So I call a buddy I haven't talked to in three years today, and I go, "Hey, man, how you doing? How's the family?" He said, oh, "I'm just living the dream," and I was like, "Oh." Then he goes on to tell me that he got like this giant promotion at work. He relocated his family to Puerto Rico. <laughs> like he's got a beach, like beachfront, beautiful home on the on the ocean. I'm like, okay, yeah, that I think that's where that actually plays. <laughs> yeah. Living the dream. Yeah, you, win. you used <laughs> like, it in context. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. Where the the cost of living's like pretty low, houses are pretty cheap, and he's making a ton of more money than he did in California. I was like, yeah, hmm. you won, Good you stuff. did it. Did you you ever see that meme on Facebook where it's like, um, what middle aged white men who want to kill themselves say when somebody asks, <laughs> "How are you doing?" and it's living the dream. Living the dream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So when you were talking about the Puerto Rico guy, I thought you were going to say something along the lines of like, yeah, man. So uh, he, he he was telling me about how he uh, took an attempt on his own life like a couple weeks ago. But you like went the opposite direction. Why did I laugh? <laughs> Instead of it being like a somber story, you were like, no, dude's legitimately living the dream. Like he's in Puerto Rico on yeah. the beach and got a big promotion and living it up. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. I think you laughed because the army has literally desensitized us to suicide. Do you get a lot of suicide calls? Yes. Yeah, I would imagine so. They're always, like, stupid. Uh, The reasonings are like, really? That's why? Okay. Whatever. You ever get, like, the, uh, the seven pounds, like, box jellyfish in the in the bathtub kind of suicide or is it just <laughs> no haven't had that one <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't find a toaster but if you put like you'd have to do weeks of work in our area to follow through with that <laughs> but 
I guess on the flip side of that, being in the, the Midwest, there's probably not any laws against owning a box jellyfish. I mean, maybe if you were in like Florida or something like that, they're like, we don't fucking want that here. But in Nebraska, you know, the legislatures are like, nobody's going to have a box jellyfish. I don't know. There, there's actually some weird laws on animals that you can own and not own. Yeah, that's true. I, I At one like point every- in my life, I, when I was like 21, I was like, God damn it, I'm going to own a monkey. And I looked it up, and you can own a monkey in the state of Nebraska. I don't know about Kansas. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. You don't have to have, like, a hood or windshield or anything. Like, <laughs> laws don't really – they're just kind of suggestions. That's why you got to love yeah, the Midwest. Just, we're just here. Yeah. And that's why there's more tigers in Texas than there is in India. Do you think you could own a monkey? Yeah. I, yeah. No. That, that's what I'm saying. You can own a monkey. No, I've, not well, like, like legally, if you can, yeah. but like, could could you own a monkey? Would you? Uh, not at this juncture in my life. No, I feel like that would be uh, not very prudent. But it's just too much like a human, man. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, but like, you only have so many years before they go ape shit. And, like, yeah. Primal needs take over, and they rip your face off. Here's how I My started to think about had a pet monkey. <clears throat> Have you guys ever been, like, attacked by a cat? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty painful, and, like, it, but at the end of the day, it's really just kind of like an irritant. You know, you might have some, like, pretty nasty gashes, but, like, you're not going to die from a cat. <laughs> if you have a monkey, <laughs> and that monkey goes nuts, like, there's a pretty good chance you're not going to walk away from that. Like, you might die. Yeah, you're going to need some reconstructive surgery. At least. <laughs> the look on Josh's face, he's like, oh shit, man, a monkey would kill me. <laughs> I was kind of thinking about, like, if I died from a monkey, if my wife would, like, actually tell people how I died, because I'd really not want her to. Like, I'd want her to make up something that was much cooler. Like, I don't want my obituary to be, like, mauled to death by a, <laughs> by an ape. Like... I don't know, man. I can think of a lot worse ways to, like, have your obituary read to people than death by monkey. Like, you got the shit beat out of him by a monkey? That's pretty cool, dude. People would read that, and they'd fucking remember that. They'd be like, dude, do you guys remember that dude Josh Lutz that got beat to death by his fucking monkey? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd be on, like, every every morning show, radio station. Yeah. Hey, you gotta go out with a legacy. The only man from Kansas to die by bludgeoning from a monkey like what more all right yeah i think i might need to get a monkey maybe wait till the kid's a little bit older so they have a fighting (laughs) chance because a monkey sure might actually use the child like as oh yeah (laughs) yeah like bam bam from the flintstones like beat you to death with your own kid (laughs) i was saying my grandfather actually did have a monkey though so Vietnam, monkey got trapped into like some kind of fan or some machinery they had. So it's sort of like monkey slavery. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> like so, they started feeding it fucking like MREs and whatever had it in the cage. Wow. Hung out with them. Yeah. Different time. Imagine doing that on deployment now. If you can just like grab your own camel. Or dog. Hey, you kind of do that with dogs. 
Now, there was a vet, like a local vet where we were at, that like if you wanted a dog, you'd do all the shots and paperwork to get it back to the States. Yeah, didn't somebody do that, Adam? Like, uh, on that last deployment or one before that or something? Somebody got, like, a fucking yeah, husky from took, my uh, Yeah, the dog's name was Lola. And as far as I know, like, everything went smooth. But, like, one of the dudes before us, like, adopted this dog. that's always running around the compound. He's like, I'm going to take that dog home. And he got it home. And, it, like, he spent five or $6,000 to get it home. Jesus. And like two months later, it jumped the fence and got smoked by a car. Mm. Oh. That sucks. Yeah. Hmm. There was uh, there's some people where I was at that were working out trying to get some dogs home, and I guess they linked up with some organization. There was a litter of, I don't know, six or seven of them, and this organization offered to pay for all of the fees to get them to the States. They were taken up pretty quick, but I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Because it is like five, six grand or something to get them over. Yeah. But also, it's kind of sketchy because those dogs are pretty wild. Yeah. I did a ruck march throughout the night. And I'd say every half mile, I had to like just start throwing rocks because I'd see just sets of eyes all over. Just hunting you? Yeah. Yeah. So there's three of us, so we just toss some rocks in their direction. They'd leave us alone for 20 minutes. Did you guys ever get jackals up in our bill? You could hear them. Never saw any, but you could hear them, like, off in the distance. <clears throat> so down in Baghdad, man, you know, our, like, our compound was just kind of fucking off in the middle of nowhere, like, in the dark and shit. And, uh, so the guys next to us, they, they actually named their side of the compound Camp Jackal. And they named it that because, like, we legitimately had jackals that were running around. They were like, uh, I, I mean, I forget what they're, it's like dog and coyote or something like that. But, um, they're pretty big, dude. And these fucking things would jump over T-walls. They were, like, so mobile. Isn't it, like, a cross between, like, a dog and a cat almost? I mean, yeah, but, like, bigger than a dog. It's like a breed of a cat, I think. Yeah, they're more... That's kind of cat-looking. I'm Googling. Yeah, but again, they were bigger than a dog. So, I mean, maybe, like, some kind of form... I I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they were. But when it's, like, the middle of the night, and you're in Baghdad, and there's some giant fucking creature that looks like a mangled version of a giant dog that can jump over T-walls, you're like, what the fuck? Terrifying. It's terrifying. <laughs> about uh, Hydar? Yeah, Hydar. What, what about him? He was like, I'm going to get you guys a lion. They're like, why do we need a lion? He's like, security, dude. Like, no one will mess with you guys if you have a lion. And Sean's like, well, what am I supposed to do if I walk between buildings? It's like, oh, just throw him some meat. He'll be fine. Hydar was awesome, <laughs> man. That fucking guy was so cool. He's my favorite person in the Middle East. Dude was cool as shit. Hydra, I need a nuclear bomb. Uh, okay, Joel. Three days. $10,000. I, I get you a nuclear bomb. <laughs> yeah. Love that guy. I don't know what his fascination was with, like, dicks, though, man. Like, this guy was always trying to give me Cialis. Like, he's like, Joe, I, I, know, I, I know you don't need Cialis here, but... 
you you take it home to your wife and she'll love you. <laughs> like, Hunter, I don't like. I don't no, want Cialis, no, no, man. No, like, no. stop giving me. Like, bring me more of those Cubans or something. Not fucking Cialis. Yeah. He'd always tell me about how he's going to go to Missouri to get a like dick enlargement surgery. That's where they do that. I, I don't know if that's where they do it, but that's where he was going to do it. <laughs> that that was like, I mean, every other time, like, so every second time that I've seen this dude. He'd tell me about how he's gonna get his dick bigger in Missouri. I, I don't know what the deal was. I mean, I guess it's good for him. Yeah, true. He had a lot of money at one point, man. He said that he came to the states, and uh, in seven days he burned through a hundred grand. He's like, yeah, I went back to Iraq broke. Whatever. What? Dude, balled out. Yeah, I was like, what did you spend all that money on, man? And, uh, I guess hotels and probably blow and hookers. I don't, I don't know. But he spent a hundred grand, seven days. It's a pretty baller. What do you guys think about legalizing all drugs? I don't know about all. Yeah, it's a I mean, majority. Heroin's pretty terrible. Yeah, I mean, you know. I suppose fentanyl could uh, thin out the gene pool a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, dude. Speaking of fentanyl, did you hear about the spring break kids? No. Down Fort Lauderdale, like a few days ago. No. So they got some coke, and it was laced with fentanyl. They didn't know it. So four of them overdosed, and the two that were still standing were like, "Oh shit, we should do CPR on them." Gave them mouth to mouth, got contact with it, and overdosed themselves. Oh my god! Did they did they die? The article didn't say, but when fire department got there, they're like, "Holy shit, we have six people like needing CPR." Jesus! Right now, yeah. Do you get a lot of ODs in in, uh, in your area? Yeah. Uh, Depends what you define as like OD. Hmm. Are you guys fam- are you guys familiar with Liver King? What yeah. Liver King? No. Okay, so he's a good Instagram follow. First of all, the guy's pretty out there, but he goes off these like ancestral tenets. The guy's yoked out of his mind, like selling nutritional stuff. All, uh, but he goes on these ancestral tenets and. His whole premise is to like link in with our ancestors and live the way of life like they did, which I mean, he also like lives in this giant mansion in Texas on like I'm sure a king size bed, but all uh, but he's got like parts that I could really kind of relate that I think are pretty cool. And I found this article of like 10, th- uh, I was 20 ways to train your primal instincts. So not that I think Liver King's probably somebody I would follow, but he's got some good stuff. And then that kind of brought me to this. But like some of them were just sleep outside one night. I was like, okay, like that's that's good for you. Like I like having like even maybe just my body on the ground, but go for a run in the woods without your shoes, which would Ouch. absolutely suck. Yeah. But having connection to the earth, I can kind of get down with. Grounding. Um, mm-hmm. 
eat no sugar, no grains, nothing from a box or packet for 30 days. That would be tough. Yeah. Have a day of critical examination. Spend an afternoon on a playground. What's it say with that on there? Think for a while of your childhood and the things you did on the bars, ropes, swings, and logs. Practice practice those moves barefoot. But there's quite a few of these. I really liked them. Like, uh, there's watch some Chinese martial arts or Brazilian jiu-jitsu, which I think it's pretty primal in itself. And the one that I really like that I try to do most often is... Spend a day outside, hunt and kill or fish and harvest whatever you have that day. Like, I think there's an awesome connection that I find in those things and that specifically. I kind of want to try to repetate or repeat in other ways. Repetate? <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know if you guys do anything like that. I know you hike. You guys are both outdoorsy and hike and fish, but like have maybe you just want to actually go... like slept on the ground though. Yeah, I mean, I don't recommend. No, like it sucks. It's a good way to wake up with a bunch of spiders on you too, and that part sucks. Yeah, yeah, or like you lay down in the wrong spot and you have like ants or beetles on you. I've mostly done it probably fall time frame, really. Have a fire, decent enough night. Have a fire, lay next to it. Just rack out, have something under my head. Hmm. Spiders, though. I really want to get a hold of that paper from that guy that Caitlin went on the date with. <laughs> and read so it, and we can this? just discuss that. What? Holy shit. <laughs> I don't, did I hear about this? I don't know if you got briefed. Well, so Caitlin went on a, about date, a date. Which is weird because, like, Caitlin never talks about, like, her private life at all. Except for, like, oh, I play sand volleyball. Cool. And she's <laughs> like, so I went on this really weird date. And we're like, what? Like, you do that? At this point, I thought Caitlin was, like, asexual. She just, like, reproduces with herself. And it's, it's a whatever. But she goes out with this guy, and uh, she ended up driving. She goes to drop him off at his apartment. And he's like, oh, can I tell you something? She's like, yeah, sure. He's like, oh, I don't know. I really shouldn't. But then, like, did that whole back and forth crap. He's like, well, I figured it out. And she's like, you figured what out? He's like, oh, I've been reading about string theory and quantum physics and all this stuff, and I've solved everything. I've solved all of it. He's like, everything is divisible by zero, but all the zeros are different. And he's like, written this huge paper that he's trying to get published and all this. <laughs> like, he's like, I've solved the universe. I understand it. She huh. said he was talking about like how what he's gonna he's gonna have to go on all these TV shows and do all do all these interviews and he's just a prodigy now. Yeah, and that all these people are gonna be upset and he's gonna have to go into hiding for a little bit and things might get sketchy. <laughs> yeah. 
You know what would be really wild, though, is, like, what if he's right? Right. Like, there's the guy always doesn't that work in the math if. department. The guy's, like, security or something. Yeah. Rough. Hey, haven't you guys ever seen the movie Goodwill Hunting, though? Like, all right. Well, yeah, there's the chance. There's that small chance that, yep, he got it. I hope I'm really win. stupid for laughing at him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should try to get a hold of that paper, though. I'd love to discuss that. We can do That'd a peer great. review. He wants to be published, right? Yeah. Let's get him on. <laughs> we'll do a full interview. Up. Let's do it. Oh, man. I See, the thing is that, like... I, I know we talked about this and that I, I think that that would be excellent to like bring people on to talk about random shit, but like, man, I, I don't know if the dude's passionate about it. Uh, yeah. That can be a problem in itself though. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, fuck it. You know, I mean, if, I don't know if Caitlin would want to like give up his information and be like, yeah, you should go. should just like roast this guy about zeros. <laughs> <laughs> so the, now the comment about shit being divisible by zero makes a lot more sense i get it now yeah i didn't get it before it was like, i was oh, like I okay that's kind of a weird thing to say yeah i well i said it and i was like oh shit i don't know if joel will get it i thought we told mm. him but you know mm. it wasn't my story to tell yeah she tells it way better no there's a lot that i miss out on these days it's nice to be able to, like, BS, too, and, like, I mean, oddly enough, you can still do it without leaving your house, apparently. It's like working yeah. from home, you know? Who knew that you could do that? <laughs> uh, Adam, next week we're doing this in the metaverse, so uh, we'll have to see you there. Okay. You have, to, you have to buy one of Joe's NFTs to be able to get into our room, though. Oh, for shit's sake. <laughs> Oh, this this is a whole different show that we're gonna have to do <laughs> later. Is just Adam not understanding NFTs. Well, I would take that a step beyond the NFTs and say that we could probably talk about NFTs and apparently uh, real estate in the metaverse. Do you own any virtual land yet? Me or Fall behind the times, man. <laughs> I've been asking everybody at work that just to get Dude, their reaction. At this point, I'm going to be like the last guy just hanging on to two real acres of land. You're going to be People are going to be like, you see this loser over here? It's real land. Why would he have that? It's worthless. Mm-hmm. Look at my fake, fake crops that I planted here. There's enough land in the United States for every person to have like seven acres. It's pretty wild. I love it. But then you got those bastards like John Dutton fucking owning up a million acres and <laughs> uh, shit. Yep. But if you could do it, you'd do it too. Oh, you? 100%, dude. I, yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd have a fucking fiefdom if I could afford it. I'd be like, hey, y'all want to come to my kingdom? Um, it's in the state of Nebraska, but it's like the whole western half. The whole thing. It's mine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. everything that the light touches is mine yeah that's funny man i just sent out a clip from the lion king to two of my buddies like right before we <laughs> like right before we started this call 
It was the uh, Simba. He's alive. That that part. Um, did you guys know that Bill Gates is the um, single largest landowner in the United States? No. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. The more you know. The more you know. The more you know. And in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. All right, cool. Go fuck yourself.